Well, hello, this is Pete Rizzo with Checkbook IRA. And today I'm really excited to have a gentleman with us from our preferred custodian, Kingdom Trust. And a lot of people ask about our custodian because it's one of the, you could say, primary parts of our whole process at Checkbook IRA. And by having them do their job well, it helps us do our job well and the clients you know, are happy. And we have Mr. Adam Shifter, who is the Chief Experience Officer of Kingdom Trust. And Kingdom Trust is an alternative asset custodian. We'll talk about that in a little bit. With over $15 billion, that's a B, not an M, a B. Billion dollars in assets under custody and more than 100,000 individual accounts. In this role, he's responsible for ensuring positive client experiences across all of the firm's touch point. So he's the one that's in charge of making sure all of you are happy or all of the prospects are happy. Plus all the affiliates like ourselves. So it's kind of a big job. Prior to Kingdom Trust, Adam worked in emerging Bitcoin and digital assets industry and helped grow coin shares into Europe's largest digital asset management firm and expand the brand's overall marketing footprint. Before focusing on financial services, Adam was a Tar Heel. Uh, yes, he received his BA from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill and cut his teeth developing customer acquisition and loyalty campaigns for some of the Fortune 100 brands, including AT&T, Coca-Cola, Google, IBM, and Viacom. And I'll bet you you probably attended a couple of basketball games in Chapel Hill, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. That's, uh, that's quite the intro, Peter. Thank you for that. Well, good. Well, good. So we want to know, we know how important of a person we have on here today. And we're very honored that you could take the time, you know, to meet with us. And, you know, we know you live in Atlanta, Georgia with your wife and your golden retriever, Murphy. Yep. So, He's the, uh, the newest member of our team. Unfortunately, I had to rebook a prior meeting with you here to get on the show um, because we adopted him a few weeks ago. So we're pretty pumped about that. Well, super, super. Awesome, is, awesome is he, being a dog owner. Is he behaving? For the most part, um, definitely more of his personality is coming out, which is really fun. Uh, starting to get to know him more, and he's he's got a bit more of a mischievous streak than I think we expected. So that's keeping our hands full. <laughs> but but he, he's a great boy. You know, he's a, an awesome dog. So well, it's, super, it's great. Super, it'll be fun. Now, was he was he small when you got him? No, so he's actually two years old, uh, okay. about 50, 50 pounds, fully grown. Um, you know probably about 30 inches tall. So a little bit taller, but overall pretty manageable size. We're, uh, we're happy. I think he's going to keep our hands full. I don't think we want any bigger, but yeah. Good. <laughs> well, good. Well, tell me a little bit, you know, I said something about kingdom trust, but tell me a little bit about kingdom trust. You know, we talked about being an alternative asset custodian. Um, you know, some people might wonder, okay, what's that? But yeah, you know, absolutely. Commercial. That sounds great. So we are an independent qualified custodian. Um, we are based in um, actually Sioux Falls, South Dakota is where we're headquartered. Majority of our operations are based in Murray, Kentucky. Uh, as a qualified custodian, um, we are regulated by the South Dakota Division of Banking. We actually have a public chartered trust company license there. And so all of our operations are, are fully regulated and, and overseen by that government entity. Um, and from a qualified custodian standpoint, um, you know, this was a, a relatively new concept for me at least a few years ago. And so it's been really fun and interesting to learn about the space. Um, but for people who may not be familiar with this idea of a qualified custodian, 
Uh, basically, it's an entity that's been approved by the IRS or by um, code that the IRS has outlined. I believe it's the section 408 of the Internal Revenue Code um, that basically grants certain financial institutions um, or banks to act as custodians or safeguards of your retirement assets. Um, so that is really the role we play in the relationship with your clients. And, and we can definitely talk about that, that more and, and what all the kind of fun, interesting aspects of our business are. Um, but that's, that's kind of our core bread and butter is providing safeguard and, and safekeeping of assets um, on behalf of our clients and then accurately reporting the value of those assets back to the IRS on an annual basis. Now, do you hold assets internally or are, do you have them warehouse someplace? I know with the checkbook IRA, the client holds the assets themselves. Yeah, that really depends. Um, we support, you know, a variety of different setups and that's one of the really fun, interesting aspects um, specifically about the self-directed and, and alternative space is because from a, from a tax standpoint, and this was an area that was kind of surprising for me, um, the IRS really, you know, tax policy allows for a lot of flexibility in what you can hold inside of a retirement account structure. And there are a lot of benefits for why you might want to hold something inside of that structure when you're talking about either tax deferred or either tax-free um, returns, depending on what type of account you have. Um, and in those cases, uh, a lot of times the market today um, is actually lagging behind what the policy will allow for. Um, and so from a standpoint of like, how do we hold those assets or how do our clients hold those assets? You're really talking about a number of different setups. You've got clients who have uh, single member LLCs inside of their retirement accounts, which would be um, obviously what we do for, for your clients. And then we are the custodian of that single member LLC business structure. That is the investment that you hold inside of your retirement account. Once someone has that set up, uh, they really have a lot of flexibility as to what they can and can't do outside of that account. Um, whether that's wanting to take physical custody of precious metals themselves or take physical custody of digital assets like Bitcoin um, to even being able to hold you know, physical real estate or rental um, properties that can generate passive income um, as well. Wait, I, you made one point there, you know, kind of at the beginning that, you know, you were surprised with all the things you can invest in with your IRA. And that's really kind of a, it's a pretty well-guarded secret on how wide of a range of investments you can make with IRAs. And I think that's been by, you know, the large financial institutions don't want you to know everything you can do with them, but it's pretty, you know, it's pretty wide and far reaching on there. No, I Absolutely. I, I, I think you nailed it. Um, it, it definitely feels like a, a well-guarded and, and well-kept secret um, and something that a lot of people personally could benefit from, especially if you think about this idea uh, from an investor standpoint, um, you're always trying to find an edge. And I should, before I go into this caveat, uh, this whole conversation, I, I think Tim might have a, a sit down with me if I didn't caveat that none of this is, is meant to be investment advice. Exactly. No investment custodian. advice, no legal advice coming from here. Right? Yep, absolutely. Kingdom Trust never provides investment advice. Right. Uh, we purely act as the, the custodian of those assets. Um, so you're just kind of guarder so, of the castle, right? 
Yep, yeah, exactly. So going back to um, that idea of, of self-directed investing and holding alternatives inside of your retirement account, if you look at the, the broader retirement account market in the United States today, you're talking about roughly 30 trillion in assets. Of that, less than 3% or under 700 billion is in the self-directed retirement vertical. Uh, and so when you consider, you know, market size, market opportunity, um, and people who may not realize that they have access to this whole host of other, you know, really unique, exciting investment opportunities, and some may be to other people very vanilla, but if you feel like you have um, some sort of edge or some sort of insight that the market hasn't caught on to, you know, that classic investor edge um, that people are looking for then this retirement account structure for most people gives you um, probably one of the most attractive vehicles to pursue that investment today. And especially when you're talking about your average American, uh, most people, your, uh, your, your largest source of savings and, and your largest source of investable assets is going to be your retirement savings. Well, and I think what happens, and the way we always tell people is a lot of times you want to invest in what you know. And yep. so often people invest in, you know, or say something that they don't know because somebody sold it to them and they really don't have any idea um, for it. I mean that, you know, I remember investing in a, a portion of a racehorse once. I thought it was really cool, but I learned you never invest in anything that eats. And, you know, it was, uh, it was something, but I know real estate backwards and forwards. So why not go in something that you know, rather than something that you're just kind of guessing or relying on other people? Exactly. And it seems like that's been the, you know, kind of the common thread that has drawn everyone to this space. If you, if you look back at Kingdom Trust and uh, our company's founding 10 years ago, um, Matt Jennings, this all started because he was interested in holding real estate in his IRA. And when he went to do that, um, the advisor that he was working with at the time, you know, told him that wasn't possible. He couldn't do it. He went back, did his research, <laughs> came, came back to him, obviously well-equipped and said, what do you mean? I can't do this. There's nothing preventing me uh, from doing it. In fact, there are companies out there that do enable and allow this. Uh, and so that was really the nexus and origin of the kingdom trust business, um, you know, was in the, the real estate vertical. And then if you fast forward a few years, um, I'm part of a new team that came in earlier in 2020 and, and all of us, a very similar story, um, you know, different alternative asset. We were working in the Bitcoin and, and digital asset space. And um, at the time working at a company called CoinShares, which is Europe's largest digital asset firm today, they've got, I believe it's just over 900 million in, in assets under management. Um, and over at CoinShares, we were serving a, a primarily European audience and, and largely an audience of European re retirees. Um, so as we started to explore that market and understand how that market looked in the US and even personally wanting to be able to invest our own 401k and IRA dollars into Bitcoin, um, started looking into the market in the States and realized there were some rather large gaps. And so that was really what attracted us um, down this path to begin with and, and eventually led us to Kingdom Trust and meeting Matt and the team and fast forward a bit and that's where we are today. Well, I, it was, it's interesting. It's interesting that when you were talked about how Kingdom Trust started initially 
and because of a displeasure, you know, a displeasure with not being able to do something. And checkbook IRA kind of started the same way only 16 years ago where, you know, the custodians that would allow real estate made you go through the custodian every time you were to do a transaction, which made it very cumbersome. And, you know, there was a naturally, you know, every time you have to handle money, there's going to be a small fee attached. And so every time you'd pay a bill, every time you'd take something, you had to go through the custodian, which even at somebody and I Kingdom Trust does a marvelous job of keeping track of funds going in and out, but it's still, there's a time delay. And, you know, yeah, so, and our, our intention is always, it's your money. You should be free to do with it what you please, as long as it's within, you know, the parameters and guidelines of IRS code. So I'm totally with you. In, in your case, it was being able to hold the single member LLC, I'm imagining, and then open that bank account. Um, right. So you'd have full control over those assets and not have to involve us. Oh, sure. Right. And do all the managing. Whereas you could walk into a, you know, in a normal scenario, you know, if I wanted to buy a property under a self-directed IRA, I'd have to send the paperwork into the custodian and then get it back signed by them for my IRA with the checkbook IRA. You can walk in as the LLC manager and buy a property this afternoon and close on it this afternoon. If you know, if you've got the cash in there. So it's a, there's a, it's a real, it's a good, you know, it's a good scenario for people that want that, that quick flexibility and kingdom trust has been a great partner and being able to move that money quickly and get it set up and, you know, have a, you know, know what their role is and do it well. The, I know we get asked a lot why we aren't a custodian. And one of the reasons, one of the biggest reason is, is because a company like yours, you know, you know what you're doing and know all the rules and regs. Why not do what you're good at? And we know how to set them up properly. And we want to be able to get the best customer service for our clients. So, so that's the, yep. uh, you know, kind of the reason behind that. And now why does an IRA need a custodian? I get this all the time. Why do I have to, why do I need a custodian to, uh, can I just, you know, do all the, t- all the work myself? Yep. So that's, uh, you know, a- another great question. Um, and I, I would probably, defer to smarter people within our organization to give you the most textbook answer, but at least as I understand it, um, I believe it's the IRC or the revenue code section 408. Um, you know, your section. Yeah. Well, Bo had beaten this into my head um, (laughs) at one point in time. And so it just like rings out as a number that, that is, is burned into my memory. Um, but it's, uh, it's basically, um, IRS policy. They require, a qualified custodian to hold those assets so that on a yearly basis, um, they can accurately report back the fair market value of those holdings. So okay, there's a, right. Yeah. And that's a, and that's the thing. So the only, so you give the, you do all the IRS reporting. That's correct. So our, our, our probably two primary functions, if you really had to boil it down as a custodian, uh, there's the custody or safekeeping of assets, and then there's the annual accurate reporting of the value of those assets back to the IRS. Um, so the two big you know, forms that we generally deal with are 5498s, or if you have people taking distributions um, out of their retirement accounts, and we're talking about 1099s. Okay. Well, yeah, and one of the things that 
you know, that I know you do a lot of self-directed IRAs too, correct? Where without the that's, that's right. Um, and that is a, that is a going back to, you know, overall chunk of market size. And when you look at the, the broader retirement market, uh, most people have their retirement savings held with a, a traditional brokerage or financial institution, someone like an Edward Jones or maybe a Charles Schwab. Uh, no problem with those providers whatsoever. You know, they're great at what they do. Um, but when you're talking about access to different types of assets uh, and the ability to self-direct your investments into whatever the IRS allows, um, again, going back to that idea of broad flexibility in the tax code, um, most of those service providers just simply aren't equipped to handle those types of investments, whether it's from a technology and reporting standpoint to a people and personnel. And that's where we, where we really shine. Um, so if, if you're talking about self-directed IRAs and this idea of making investment decisions as you see fit, be it into real estate, be it into precious metals, digital assets, private equity, uh, you would want to work with a service provider like Kingdom Trust that gives you access to those types of investments or our, our platform at least has the ability to custody those investments on your behalf and hold them within a single account. Well, and that's, and one of the things that we do, you know, one of, one of the, I think, things that separate us from you know, our competitors is we don't try and sell, we don't sell or we don't put together self-directed IRAs. We put together checkbook controlled IRAs. So if somebody has one asset, like I had, you know, somebody yesterday that they had one asset they were going to invest in and there was going to be no money going back and forth. You know, our first thing is, is don't, our product just isn't what you're going to need. A self-directed product is the best option for you because it's a lot easier to set up and, you know, less expensive, frankly. So we send them to, you know, to Kingdom Trust. It's a, you know, it's something that's completely different type of product. That yeah. That you and, and you're really, uh, at least the way I like to think about it is you're talking about a spectrum of, of access, you know, for some people, it may just be that you have a lot of equities or mutual funds and you're interested in holding physical gold or Bitcoin alongside those things. In that case, a self-directed IRA uh, with Kingdom Trust, specifically one of our new choice IRAs would probably be a great fit. If you're more interested in holding uh, an actual piece of real estate, being able to move in and out of those types of investments and have a much deeper level of control, um, a checkbook IRA is going to be very difficult to beat. So there's not uh, necessarily a one size fits all solution, but part of the beauty of our platform is the flexibility to hold all those different types of assets. You're able to move in and out kind of along the learning curve, if you will, um, with a great degree of freedom and flexibility, depending on how you would like to invest and diversify your portfolio. Okay. You know, and you know, why, why might someone, for example, you know, a typical client choose an independent custodian like yourselves rather than a Merrill Lynch or a, you know, a Fidelity or somebody like that? Yeah. So I think uh, that all goes back to that idea of, of choice and access. So what investments are available to you? If you're uh, taking a look at, you know, the broader macro environment and, and 
seeing these trends, um, you know, with the Federal Reserve expanding their balance sheet and and what feels like a ballooning um, national debt, you know, this idea of where does the dollar's value really derive? Um, I think people are, are kind of opening their eyes to some really interesting, at times scary trends um, and being aware of those things to a greater degree uh, than they ever have, at least within my lifetime. Um, so when you take a look at that and what those traditional brokerages tend to offer, uh, you're going to be in the same investments as everyone in their grandma. You know, if you look at how much of the market is invested into passive ETFs or funds that are driven by uh, high frequency algorithmic trading, there's a whole bunch of um, factors that play in the market that at times feel like, you know, you're playing a game that you can't possibly beat, or maybe it's stacked against you. And, and I know, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah. My parents, um, we've had lots of conversations about this and, and friends and family. And there's just kind of this sad um, resignation that it's like, well, that's the way it is. And what other options do I have? And that's to me, the really exciting thing about the self-directed space and, and what we're doing at kingdom is, is helping people realize, well, no, you do in fact have a lot more options. You know, if you're a, an expert in, in developing timberlands in North Carolina, then, you know, by all means, eat your heart out, invest your hard-earned retirement savings into that market. Um, we've had some really, really unique, cool things that our clients have brought to us um, that they wanted to hold in their accounts. So there's there's no better feeling than when we're able to say yes and help someone satisfy that. Um, probably the best example being uh, there was a client who wanted to, or in his local community, recognized that there was a need to purchase a new fire truck. Um, fire department did not have the budget for that, nor did the local community. And so he realized he could buy this uh, using his IRA dollars, hold that equipment inside of his IRA, and then lease it back to the local fire department on a rent to own basis, um, you know, until they paid it off. And so for him, that was a win-win. You're serving a local community need at the same time that you're developing um, a passive form of income inside of your retirement account that's in a large part completely diversified, uncorrelated from the broader S&P, you know, broader macro movements. That's cool. I mean, that's one of the things that, you know, is, is kind of stories like that, that they come out and, you know, now they're helping a community, plus they're making money in their account. Now, let's say I want... Now, what is the procedure if I wanted to do that? Do I just, you know, go come to you guys if I'm a client and say, I want to invest in a fire truck and here's how I'm going to do it. And you give the official okie dokie to it or you know, what is the procedure? Cause I've never, you know, I've never well, gone, dug into that part of it. So full disclosure, I have not reached the, the fire department or fire truck custody part of our uh, KT training yet. Okay. So I'm, I'm hoping to get to that. Um, but no, on a more serious note. We'll come I back would, again uh, and ask you that question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I'll to, I threw you the curve. Yeah. I threw you the curve right there. Uh, no, that, <laughs> that, that would be a question for um, one of the many smart people on our team um, who'd be able to walk you through step-by-step. Step. I, I don't want to give any, okay. anyone the wrong, wrong impression or direction, because especially when you're talking about that kind of setup. Um, right. 
you know, it's not necessarily turnkey and it's not the type of thing that you're probably going to be able to knock out in an right. hour phone call. Well, and that's what, um, but that's, they would call your department and they would call the main number and they would find somebody that would walk them through it. Correct. Yeah. Or at least walking you through the steps of yeah. what we would need as the custodian for you to be able to hold that inside of your retirement. Okay. Account. Okay, cool. So in, in some ways, it's like a, a safari park, you know, once you're inside of that structure, there's a lot of cool things you can do. We've got some, some warning markers, areas you should not go, um, because that will run afoul of, of what's allowed or not. Right. Um, but for the most part, you know, if, if, if you can dream it, and it's not explicitly expressly prohibited, um, then there's no reason you should not be able to to hold that asset within your retirement account. And we would happily help you figure out whatever quirky mechanics or unique wrinkles we need to in order to do that. Okay, super, fair enough. Fair enough, I think that's one of the things that, and again, people, you know, if you, I like that, if you can dream it, you can invest in it. So it's, uh, that's, a, that's kind of a good phrase. Now what's separate, if, you know, just like our, our businesses, a lot of our, we have a lot of competitors, what separates Kingdom Trust from its competitors? Yeah, I think there's um, a lot of things, you know, I could point out. We've got, in my opinion, and, and I think a lot of the, the industry's opinion, one of the broadest, most flexible platforms. You know, we've got great tech, um, but more than that, like our people are just top notch. They're awesome. This is uh, one of the best teams I've ever been a part of. Um, one of the most sincere, committed, and, and patient teams. I think those are all three, you know, strong prerequisites, like core requirements if you're going to be in the self-directed space, because it is not always for the faint of heart. Um, but truly, our people are, are awesome and, and second to none. They, they make it happen every day. And they're the reason uh, we have the opportunity to do cool things like choice that we do, which in a lot of ways, um, you know, that's the easy part. That's, that's applying technology and, and cool bells and whistles to the, the hard work that goes on in the back end. Okay. Okay. Now, you know what, one thing I'm going to, it's not that it's not really an elephant in the room because a lot because it's not something that's talked about on a daily basis. When we, when we talk to our clients and we tell them who our preferred custodian is, you know, they naturally go start Googling and they first thing they come up with is this lawsuit you guys in, in with Bitcoin IRA. Then they come back to us and say, well, what's, what about this? And after looking at a lot of the, I'm going to say Google reviews and which you know, they get, I, I wish they would put some sort of disclaimer on there, but they don't, that it was the Bitcoin IRA that gets all the funky reviews. But what is the status of that lawsuit now? Is that? Yeah, I, I, I don't. Um, I know you can't, I know you can't say a whole heck of a lot. I'm not trying to get yeah, you in trouble. No, but, all good. And to be completely <laughs> tell honest. Tell us what you can. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and just full disclosure, that does predate my time. So I. Right. I wouldn't be able to even then uh, give you the, the gory play-by-play -play detail, but I right. know that um, what I can say is that we have settled and dismissed that lawsuit. Oh, so it is settled. Both sides are, yep, it is done. Uh, and Super. both sides are, are very happy to have it behind us. Okay, well, good. Well, that's a, so it's behind them. That's past tense in the rear view mirror, right? Rear view mirror. Yep, that's right. 
Okay. Now, how? And another question. You know, I know with our checkbook IRAs, the people are holding the, their assets themselves. How? You know, how do a custodian ensure safety, and how do you guys ensure safety of the investment, and how is it overseen? Overseen? Is that? You know, something you can do? Yeah. No, that's that's a great question, and and obviously, I can't speak for. For all custodians, I'm gonna, um, okay. Kingdom, how, do, how does Kingdom but, Trust do it? <laughs> absolutely, but on an, but on a high level, you know, it's a combination of technical and operational safeguards that we have in place. And for security reasons, we can't disclose all of those. Right. Um, but, but suffice to say that there are um, standard operating procedures, continuity of operating procedures, uh, a number of protocols and security measures that we have in place uh, that are you know, in compliance and uh, in, in full, um, actually, I don't want to say that because I don't want to oversell things, but we are fully regulated um, by the South Dakota State Division of Banking. Um, you know, so we're, <laughs> there's not much that, that doesn't have uh, some sort of government or regulatory oversight associated with it. Um, so between that, uh, you know, outside parties making sure that we're we're staying in bounds, and then the operational and security measures that we have in place to ensure the the safety of our clients' assets, and uh, you know, in particular when you're talking about new things like digital assets, where you're maybe dealing with cryptographic keys that are prone to hacking. Um, you know, obviously that becomes even more important. That's uh, that's really how we ensure that safety and and maintain um, maintain our clients' assets. Okay, okay, because I know, and again, that's something for you know, that's something for a lot of the people who have the self-directed IRAs with the checkbook IRAs. I think twenty-four to forty-eight hours is the only length of time that you know you all have the money sitting in your account. So there's that risk factor there, but. I know people have asked, you know, just in general terms, the, I guess, you know, and I know you've been kind of itching to talk about this the whole time and is uh, your new offering you have called choice. Choice. And, that's right. And that's the, uh, you know, do you want to talk about that a little bit right now? And yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for, uh, for that, Peter. Yeah. I'd love to tell you more about choice and, and what that all entails. So really uh, everything we've been talking about leading up to this is, is probably a great background and, and table setting for choice. And choice is this idea of any asset, one account. Um, and not just any asset, one account, but any asset inside of an account that gives you a level of control and flexibility over investing your assets, whether those are traditional assets or, or digital assets um, at your direction. So if you are wanting to trade Bitcoin at 2 a.m., you can do that on the Choice platform. If you wanna trade Tesla uh, during normal marketing operating hours, you can do that. Inside that same account, you can also hold real estate, you can hold precious metals. Um, so when you're thinking about this idea of diversifying your portfolio and, and trying to protect your hard-earned savings um, by not having them invested in the same things that everyone else and their aunt is invested in, then you're really only able to do that um, 
if you start getting creative and, and maybe looking into the alternative space. And the second you start going down that path, then you do get to this unfortunate place where you have to oftentimes go with another service provider if you want to hold alternative assets inside your retirement account. Uh, so that's what we're trying to solve with choice. We want people to have the ability to invest in traditional assets like stocks or mutual funds um, as they normally would because probably most folks aren't ever going to want to completely leave that world and that's fine, uh, but make it as easy to invest in those assets as it is to invest in emerging assets like Bitcoin, as well as uh, alternative assets um, that maybe require a bit more technical and, and um, technical know-how to hold that inside of your retirement account. Okay. You know, somebody Let me ask who a quick question. Now, can the LLC, can the, inside a checkbook IRA, can the LLC own one of these accounts? So the LLC, that is a great question. I would have to get back to you on. To be okay, honest. ask me, but you know, uh, do me no, a favor. That's, that's a good question. I know that we can have inside of your choice IRA, you can have a single member LLC as the assets that we custody. Um, in fact, that is very similar to the structure that we offer for our hold your keys setup, uh, which is specific to people in, in the Bitcoin segment who are interested in taking physical custody or, or control of their Bitcoin um, inside of their retirement account in the same way that maybe a gold bug, gold bug might want to. Uh -huh. um, I'm not sure though, if you can actually open a choice account in the name of your LLC. That's a bit more of a, a rushing, Russian nesting doll than I had considered. Okay. Well, let, let me get back to you on that. Yeah, get back to me on that. We'll, we'll put that out. You know, we'll answer that question in when we put out the link to this. So if you can find out, that'd be great. Otherwise, they could they could take a portrait of their retirement. They already have an IRA, and send it from the LLC up to the IRA and invest that way in choice. Correct? Yeah, and that's that's probably what would be the easiest uh, and what I would think most people would naturally settle to. So in the example of a checkbook IRA client, let's say you were invested um, or you had your checkbook IRA set up and, and that was fully funded. If you decided that there were some equities or digital assets that you wanted to invest in, you know, in a rather timely manner, so you didn't want to go through the hassle of opening up an account at another service provider or waiting to move those assets out of your checkbook IRA LLC into your IRA and then to that other provider, um, really you're just moving money within that same account. So you can pull it out of the single member LLC and then have access to trade it uh, very quickly if you're doing it all inside of that choice IRA structure. Okay, so there is a way to do it. There is Absolutely. a way to do it. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. Well, that's, you know, that kind of, you know, answers a lot of questions. And that's a lot of, a lot of these questions came from our clients and what our reps you know, go, go through every day when they're answering questions about Kingdom Trust. And I know you guys have been a great partner and you've had great customer service that, and that's the most important thing in our mind when we're, we're dealing with the preferred provider is they treat our customers as well as they would treat their own. And you've, you've done a great job of that. 
Yeah. Well, well, Peter, you guys have always been excellent partners, you know, in return. So it's, it's something they're happy to do. And, and we, we love serving you guys and love save, serving your clients. Um, you know, truly it's what gets us out of bed in the mornings is, is the ability to help people solve problems that admittedly can be kind of tricky and complex, you know, especially when you're talking about this self-directed kind of frontier. Um, there's a lot of neat things you can do, but you've got to have a service provider who's willing to be creative and work with you through those problems. And I, right. I feel like we are that service provider and, and I know you guys are too. Well, and that's, and that's one of the things. And what I think the nice thing, the nice thing about kingdom trust and you know, your customer, you know, your ex customer experience section is there somebody you can talk to. And so often it's one of the things that we hear on a daily basis that, the people are transfer over to us from another custodian that they just, they could never talk to anybody. You know, they would all, they would get, you know, put through 15 different layers and it was impossible to, to get somebody. You've always been, your team has always been very, very open and good about reaching out personally, which we really appreciate. Well, we, we appreciate that. That's the, the highest compliment you can pay. Well, good. Well, good. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And I hope, Whoever's listening to this or listen to this, you know, got some answers. And I really thank you for your time today on a Friday afternoon in beautiful Atlanta, Georgia. So thank you. Likewise. Very much. Thanks so much for having me on, Peter. Look forward to uh, talking again soon. Great. Um, you know, I'm just going to stop the.